You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Whether you're hunting the back 40 or chasing game deep in the backcountry, the all-new Razor Guide Pack from Outdoor Edge has it all. Coming in at only 12 ounces and in a premium wax canvas roll pack for compact storage and travel, the Razor Guide Pack is seven blades in total, including a 5-inch replaceable blade folding knife, a 3-inch replaceable blade caping knife, and the flip and zip saw for wood or bone. For more information, visit OutdoorEdge.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin-cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. The truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network is fueled by joy. Joy Dog Food has been in business for many decades, since the 1940s. They've never had a recall. They only use 100% American-made products to bring you a dog food formula that is going to keep your hounds on their feet and performing at a high level. Late round bound, the next bear race, the next cat race, whatever you got going, Joy can keep your dog fueled up. I personally feed Joy for this reason. They are not afraid to get in the trenches and get in the fight. They will show up at a local meeting where people are trying to pass tethering laws or uh, breeders' bills or whatever and put their name on that and put their reputation on the line to support us. So find Joy Dog Food on the internet, find that dealer locator, find a dealer near you. Go to joydogfood.com and keep those hounds fueled by joy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network. And today I am here in lovely Grove, Oklahoma. It's nice out here, Lane. It is, yep. Yeah, and it's God country. Your new, your new place is beautiful. It's yep. a little warmer than I'd, I'd... It's like 80 degrees outside yep. right now. A little flatter. Yes. Much, much flatter than the last place that you yep. lived at. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yep. But Lane, I was able to come down here. I'm picking up a dog off Joe, and we've been trying to get this done for a while. Of course, whenever you come up to go to the zones for Tournament of Champions, we were going to do it. And then, just like today, pretty much, everybody's running late, and it take, everything takes longer than what we think, and we couldn't get this done. So I'm glad to be able to get down here and sit with you now. But I wanted to sit down and talk with you. This your, what, third appearance on Houndsman XP? Uh... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I know second when, or third. I know when you won the world, the first Houndsman XP that I listened to, I think, was when you won uh, the Youth World with Emmy, maybe? Well, I don't know if I'd done a podcast then. I, I do know uh, the first one I'd done, I think, was when... When Fielder was still... Yeah, we'd yeah. done it, and I think it was when we won the UKC World Hunt. Um, that may have been it. Yeah, yeah. and then, uh, and then I, well, I guess this will probably be my second time, um, because... Uh, I did another one uh, 
and it was just kind of like a little short deal, I think. Yep. Uh, but, yep. um, but yeah, I think this is my second time, I believe, yeah. Well, I'm glad to have you back. Me and you have been friends for quite a while. Uh, I hunt with you quite a bit when I'm down here. I know you've been up at the house hunting with me, and I was able to, I think the only cast that shots lost in the last six months, I was handling him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And he, just he so knew. people know, we didn't buy shot. That was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank goodness, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I don't think Finley's goofy enough to buy that sorry thing of mine. I'll tell you what, we'd have liked to have him. I know, you know, I've hunted with Shot for a long time. I've always liked him. Uh, he's always been real businesslike. He's always been good about having his coons, and of course, he's got that good male dog mouth and all that stuff like he's supposed to. But it seems like here in the last four, five, six months, you've really been on a roll. He's making more trees. What have you done different lately with Shot? Man, I tell you, you know, last year um, he he was uh, he had one super stakes left, and and we run him in a lot of open hunts. We kind of got lucky there in the month of May, and and picked up quite a bit of money and run for a truck ticket and got a truck ticket with him, and and uh, you know, so we thought, well, we was we ended we ended up. Like we was at that time, we was like fourth or something in the national mm-hmm. mail race, and and I thought, well, it, there's probably no way we can win this thing, but let's just roll with it a little bit. And we put him in a lot of casts, and and uh, I'll be honest with you, I've kind I kind of got the slacking on the on the just coon hunting part. You know, I put him in way too many hunts without pleasure hunting him, and and I told myself at the end of the nat- at the end of the race, we was out of it. You know, um, Ike Rainey and them, they they kept pushing and and my dog was kind of basically falling apart i'll be honest with you just put him in too many casts so at the end of that thing i'm like you know what i'm just gonna take this winter and i'm just gonna coon hunt him and um i'm not gonna not gonna mess with him at all i'm just gonna cut him loose and and shoot a bunch of coons to him and and uh and just let him have fun with it and and honestly that's what i've done this last winter i i've just hunted him like he one should be hunted i went back to you know hunting pretty hard and 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 feeding him a lot of coons and and just letting him have fun with it and and uh i think it's just a big combination between that i think mentally the dog is finally where he needs to be at you know he just turned four um and uh you know mentally he's he's as good as he's ever has been you know and i think a lot of dogs you know at times a lot of dogs it takes that mental development to him you know to get real mature and and to settle down and he has he's just settled down you know and i think that's other than just coon hunting like i did i think it's just a lot of it's just with age and he's just kind of settled down and his mama was that way too emmy was that way she was you know she was one you you always had to stay on top of until she was about four and then it was just like a flip a switch flip man and she was just a whole different dog i mean um way more consistent uh she just settled down and and uh and started doing her job and 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 you know she was having fun with it and i think that's a lot of a lot of uh his deal and i think yeah. i think from the ones i've seen out of emmy you know that i've raised i think all of them's about that way really i mean you know they're they're pretty good dogs when you start them um pretty good young dogs but man when they get to that four or five years old stage they're the best they'll ever be you know and 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 uh, i think that's just in my opinion i think that's probably what did it i mean you know i mean he don't get me wrong he's still a dog and he's still he's he's still a cull <laughs> but uh i tell you he's he's uh he's doing a lot better now than what he was you know two years ago when he when he was yeah. a two-year-old do you think it's a because you know the track record that we have with all our male dogs you've hunted with all yep. of them you've hunted with shock bones ralph yep. con duds yep. where they hit that two-year-old mark and their lights out 
and then they go through that same thing that shot went through where we get to pushing them and we get to putting them in hunts and then they fall apart a little bit but other than maybe dollar uh duds won a little bit late you know after i got aggravated with him and put him up for a while but you know most of ours we can't bring them back you know do you think that might be a genetic thing or is that something that you're doing different as a handler than what we're doing i tell you what i think i don't think it's anything i do it different because i mean honestly i'm just i don't know no more than anybody else but uh i think a lot of it is no different than an athlete you know some some athletes can recover from things you know from whatever that may be and i think mentally i think that's what it is in a dog in my opinion i think a dog can some dogs you can you know they can get to that point where they're not having fun with it anymore mm-hmm. and, and uh you know and they they just don't operate for you and then you know i think you can take just a you know 45 50 days and just coon hunt them and they can yeah. bring them back and i think some of them just can't but i think mentally i think is what it depends on and i believe it's i don't necessarily in my opinion i i don't believe it's genetics yeah. I, I don't i i just think it's just just how they are you yeah. know what i mean and and uh, i think well, i was that's, hoping you'd give me some just golden <laughs> ticket so i could bring all these resurrected dogs back but i still I, pack around I, and feed all the time I, I promise you i wish i could i wish i knew yeah. the secret to it because if i did i'd be a millionaire and i'd have a lot better dogs than i got so <laughs> there's there's a few guys that bring you know i think of steve yant you know steve mm-hmm. yant will get a washed up dog yep. every now and chad doolin don't want them unless they're like oh, already 13 yeah. years old oh absolutely yeah absolutely uh, and 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 it just depends on, and a lot of it's how the guys hunt, yeah. how guy hunts, you know. I mean, um, you know, I, I know Chad and Steve both, they're hard hunters. Yeah. They feed them dogs a lot of coons, and I think, in my opinion, because it, really we can look at look, overlook at things a lot of times and, and put them in too many hunts, mm-hmm. and 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 they're having fun still doing it, I feel like, you know, and, and they're still enjoying doing their job, but at the same time, at the end of the day, you know, in my opinion, of course, every dog's different. Some dogs you can go five years without feeding them any coons. Yeah. But I think once you take a dog and just take them away from cast and pleasure hunt them, whether that be by themselves or with another dog or whatever the case may be, but just take 30, 45 days and just coon hunt them and shoot some coons out to them, I think you can fix a lot of things doing that. And I think you can you can really overcome a lot of things by doing that. And I, and I could be wrong, but that's that's kind of what Shot has taught me and so has Emmy. Yeah. I mean, and... and um, but yeah, I I just that's the only thing I can think of, you know. What about because Emmy or Shot is out of Emmy, of yep. course, and he's out of uh, Big Money. Yep. Um, you raised him from a baby puppy, or did you get him well, when he was a little older? He was a little older, so he was uh, Kevin Cable's uh, pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. Um, Shot was, um, and uh, so I Kevin got him. Kevin raised him till he was about I would say he was probably eight or nine months yep. old um and uh, and then kevin um sold him to uh bradley kelly actually that's how kevin got money in the bank bradley had money in the bank and i think they done some trading yeah. and uh and kevin ended up getting bank and then bradley ended up getting shot but i think he was just 10 month old puppy and yeah. and uh bradley posted him for sale and and uh, i bought him from bradley when he was 10 months old yeah. i think yeah. was he you just he probably hadn't been messed no, with no he much. hadn't yeah. you know the night i remember we drove to the missouri pro hunt um and he picked him up and uh we we didn't do no good we come back on saturday turned him loose um and uh not knowing what to expect and he didn't do much i mean he he made a couple slicks he yeah. wouldn't hardly go hunting um you know and we turned him loose on a coon we saw across the road and 
he struck that coon and run it wide open, located great big. I thought, all right, you know, this might be the deal here. We can get it shot out to him. He shut up and come right back to me. And I thought, well, there you go. That's You're a good one. That's your, You fit just right in in my kennel, buddy. <laughs> well, that just goes to show you, especially, you know, it's different when you raise them from a baby puppy and you can see that progression. But when you take a young dog that has probably hadn't been out of the kennel much and stuff like that, you can't take a whole lot of stock into what they do the first night or two at a new place. Yep. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. You know, and that's uh, that's one thing about it. Some dogs, you know, you it takes them a little bit yep. to warm up to you. And, and but just I, you know, Bradley had said he'd treat a couple of coons by yep. himself, and he probably did. You know, but um, literally he come from Indiana to Missouri. To the pro hunt yep. and stayed in my dog box while i hunted a late round and, and and then we drove all the way home and and then we pulled him out of the box and turned him loose again yeah. you know so yeah. but you know but gradually you know you could tell the dog if he had treated any coons at all it was just maybe a couple yeah you know and um but uh when did you see him really start picking it up and knew that you probably had something that you might like so i hunted him for a while probably a month and of course not a month straight but i hunted him for a month hunted him with emmy and uh, hunted him with some other dogs and and the dog would make trees i think he was probably treeing squirrels probably mm-hmm. um as a puppy and uh and one night my dad and i was coon hunting and I, we had him and and you know he made a couple trees and and i wouldn't work on him because i was he I, you could tell he just didn't yeah. know a whole lot you yeah. know so i wasn't real bad about working on him and we was headed home from hunting. We got about a mile from my dad's place, and we saw a coon cross the road. and And I thought, we'll try it again. You know, first yeah. time didn't work, so we'll try her again. We <laughs> cut him loose on it. Man, he struck it and run it about a hundred yards, and and loaded up and come treed. You know, and had a coon, shot it out to him, and and uh, he just slowly started progressing yeah. from there. Um, but far as like when I knew I had something in him, he, even when he was when I first started him, he done some of the things that Emmy done when I first yeah. started her. You know, good and bad. Um, the dog didn't care what nothing was doing. I mean, he come to this world just like he didn't have no ears, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, you know, and, and he was, when he got treed, he was, you know, a stay put tree dog and, and uh, things like that. But, you know, I, I just seen the little things about yeah. him that, that I saw in Emmy. And um, and I thought, man, it, you know, and plus he was the only thing I had out of Emmy at the time. So I'm like, I'm going to put all my time into him and see what he makes. And, and it just worked out that after that coon, he just slowly started getting better. You know, I mean, just it just seemed like night after night he would learn something new and he would get better yeah. and get better and get better. But until he was probably, I don't know, 17, 18 months old before he settled down. I mean, he didn't settle down, but before he got consistent about training yeah. coons and stuff like that, you know. So Is that about when you started putting him in a few hunts? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I put him in a few hunts and, and – uh I think he was about 17 months old. I do know his one-year-old super stakes. I had a goal set. I wanted to win his money for the nationals um, and uh, taking the super stakes. And uh, and so he had to have been about 17 months old when I started yeah. hunting him in, in because we'd run a little bit. We got his 1,001 for nationals, you know, and stuff. But uh, and, and even then he wasn't. You know, he was just just about good enough to take to town. Yeah. Basically, I yeah. mean, you know, we were still working on things, pleasure hunting him, and trying to get trying to get him get him right. You know, so. Well, I mean, a thousand dollars to win a thousand dollars down here is not like winning a thousand dollars in a lot of places. It's, it's hard uh, to win down yeah, here. It is. If if I've always said this, if you got a one year old or two year old, whatever, how old your dog is, is super stakes, and 
you're trying to win this money and you can win your money down here, you got a good shot yeah. at getting in. Um, of course, that don't always happen. A lot of lot of a lot of factors go yeah. into that, but um, if you got one down here that you can take to to and put him in three or four casts and win two of them down here in this country, you you've got something. Now, these guys opinion. these guys ain't gonna let you win a cast just no. to get your hundred one on no. a pup, no. are they? No, no. <laughs> no, they they're not. You know they're good guys to hunt with, but they I'm are. telling you right now, you're gonna learn everything you get. Yeah. What about uh, how did he do at his first super state? Uh, he done good, honestly. Um, I say that. Um, we took him. I didn't have no expectations. I mean, the dog, even even as a one-year-old, he was a very consistent cast winner. Yeah. I mean, he won a lot of the cast you put him in. I mean, he well, he just, was always a stay-out-of-trouble He was, type yeah. Dog. He never yeah. – but as a one-year-old, though – he was a really good strike dog. Yeah. He was a very good strike dog. He grew out of that. He did. And then I hate it. I hate it, man. Yeah. I'm like, gosh, I wish I wish I could get him to bark, yeah. you know. And, and But he was a very good strike dog, so he was a, a dog that would always have 200. Yeah. You know, I mean, every single time in a cast, he'd have 200, maybe 175 on a rare occasion. But he would always treat, have a coon. He, ne- yeah. he didn't miss a whole lot. I mean, he would miss way more then than he does now, but um, – he was just a consistent cast winner, and uh, but yeah, he was. He, but as a one year old, go back to the super stakes. As a one year old, we took him to super stakes, and it was. Uh, I think it was the year that they had postponed it. Yeah, and it happened at the time I was working for the Oklahoma Forestry Services, and we was real busy. Month of April, we'd be super busy, and they postponed it. I think to like May, and so we went out there and I hunted all week. Um, I hunted four nights. He won early Monday won er- and got beat late Monday. Won early Tuesday. He got beat late Tuesday. Got beat early Wednesday. And then Thursday, he won early and got beat late. So he won three out of four earlies yeah. as a one-year-old at Super Stakes. And, and I was pretty – I mean, I, I mean, it would have been cool to double up and get in at the Super Stakes with him, you know. But, man, I just – I'm like, man, this dog, he and, – and it wasn't like he would fall apart on late yeah. rounds. You know, he would just – I don't know. We just always seem like not catch a right break, or, or maybe he'd spend too much time on the ground. It's in the easy late to round. catch a bad break in a late round. It is, especially yeah. at Super Stakes or World Hunt yep. or something like that. It's yep. easy to do. But what after you got back from Super Stakes, to win three out of four early rounds is not easy. First of all, uh, to win that late round's hard because you know you're you're turned loose in dogged out spots. Yep. You know, especially on Thursday, yep. tired dogs and stuff, and it's easy for a dog to make a mistake or to not to take five, ten minutes off when it should have, and a lot of times yep. they tree that yep. coon that they need five minutes after yep. the cast right. is over or something like that, you know. So so you had you said you were feeling good. You got him home and what were your what was your goals for him then as you come back from Super States? I wanted to take him to nationals. Yeah. Um the world hunt. I wanted to take him to them bigger major events. Um at the time we was still at the time we was still hunting Emmy a little bit. Yeah. Not much. Uh like we was taking her to some bigger stuff, and and so it was kind of a transitioning thing, you know. Well, we I remember was, it was hard for you to keep Emmy, yep, at the at the house and take shot at that time, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you look at what all Emmy had done exactly. for you. It yep. was so hard to leave her in the kennel yep. when you know you got a proven winner yep. out there. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact, you know. And and it was about that time that we decided, you know, we was gonna pretty much we was gonna hunt her in Purina Nationals that year. That was the last year they had it, and um, we was gonna hunt her in that. And then we was going to pretty much just focus on shot, you know, and put her in some bigger stuff. But we, uh, it, it, like I said, it was it was hard to leave her at home, you know, especially the stuff she had won yeah. for me and done for me and stuff like that. And, and uh, but, you know, it was just, uh, 
man, I just, you know, my goal, as far as my goals with him, I, I didn't, I didn't really have high expectations with him. I just wanted to, I just wanted to hunt him in some bigger mm-hmm. hunts and see how he'd fare and, and, uh, you know, because, and then still work on him and try to get him right. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it, that's, even you go from a dog like Emmy that's six years old, just consistent and, and, you know, you turn her loose, she goes and treats you coons and then you go to a one-year-old that you've been working on it just it makes you want to pull your hair out you know it's about the time i lost all my hair too i think so that might make sense on why i did that um but uh but yeah we just wanted to pack him around a little bit and take him to the major hunts and see how he did you know so we took him to uh see that was in in may and so the next one would have been the world hunt we took him to the world pkc world hunt we even qualified in the ukc world hunt i think Took him to zones, to the UKC zones. I think that would have been first, and and got him into the top 100, and um, and then the PKC World Hunt. We hunted him three nights. He won two out of three early's at the PKC World yeah. Hunt. Got beat late every late round he was on. Um, but uh, th- that's that's pretty much all we put him in that year. You know, we we and then we then made him top 16 in the state race stuff like that. But did you think at that time that you know this is my future long term? dog that i'm gonna win with for the next four five six years yeah yeah well i don't know about win with but (laughs) (laughs) i I knew he was gonna be the one i was gonna invest all my time in yeah i knew um you know i'm like he especially at this time in his life man he he just he reminded me so much of emmy yeah and the poor little guy his big his worst enemy as a one and two year old was me yeah i mean he was because i went from hunting emmy to him you know so I was working on him too hard, you know, and, and I, I had him blowed up about half the time, to be honest yeah. with you, you know. But, um, but yeah, I, I knew, I'm like, you know, this is the one I'm going to invest all my time in um, because he's he's he does about 90% of the stuff that Emmy done, both right and wrong yeah. at that age, you know, because I raised Emmy too, and, and she, she done the same thing that he did. I mean, it was just like I was hunting her over yeah. again, you know. Of course, now she done – I think probably as a two-year-old, um, definitely as a one-year-old, she was a lot better dog than he was. Um, but he still done the things that she yeah. did. So yeah, I, I knew I'm like, yeah, man, this is this is the one I need to be putting my time into. And and he, he was all I had other than Emmy, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's just one of them deals where I'm like, you know, what do you just work with what you got? I guess we're gonna. Well, one work. thing about you, Lane, is you, for a guy that hunts pretty hard, uh, you never had a lot of dogs very rarely did i see you maybe two a lot of times just one yep uh very rarely three and those were usually dogs that were coming and going you know yep. you're hunting for somebody yep. or you you bought it to flip or yep. something like that you know and so that's a big toll on a dog as hard as you hunt yep. you know and not having a pack mm-hmm. or, you know three or four dogs to hunt yeah yeah it, it can be especially when they're young yeah. you know i mean some dogs can take it you know as well as i do some of them love it. Yeah. Some of them, the more you hunt them, the harder you hunt them, the more you run them into the ground, the better they operate. And and some of them just ain't that way, you yeah. know. And, and I'll be honest with you, I think Shot has always been a dog that uh, isn't that way. Yeah. I think you could have took Shot and hunted him even as a one-year-old four nights a week, maybe five, and he'd been perfect. Yeah. You, know, you didn't eat, but... That's, that's hard hunting for it, a lot of people. It is. <laughs> but I, I, I was dumb and young, and I thought, man, the only way I'm going to make this dog yeah. good is, is hunt him to death. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you I mean, know? That's, that's, you get people, and they say, well, what do I do with this young dog? This young dog's doing that. And it's, oh, he needs 30 days, 30 nights in a row. He needs 90 nights in a row. He yeah. needs a big, long kill season. A lot of times the dogs don't need that. No. And, and a lot of people, I think, 
honestly is sometimes is, they do they do yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah without a doubt yeah. but i think a lot of times the guy's just got to step back and evaluate what he's hunting you yeah. know and, and evaluate how that dog acts to situations you know and, and you know there, in my opinion there's a difference in going coon hunting and and, and going coon hunting and, and doing it right because yeah. thing is if you just take a dog seven nights a week and just hunt him and don't watch how he progresses watch how he reacts mm-hmm. to different things you know watch how he reacts to shooting a bunch of coons to him maybe not shooting yeah. coons to him off the recut shocking him beating him you know whatever if you don't notice that then you're not going to ever gain ground on that yeah. dog you know and 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 that's my opinion and 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 that's a big thing you know you've just got to you've got to be able to to you know realize what you're working yeah. with there and and uh but uh but you know and, and me, me at the time i didn't i was just bullheaded and 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 uh you know i was like i'm gonna hunt this dog seven nights a week and it's gonna make him a coon dog no. <laughs> you know so. yeah. we've all done that yep. i mean we've all especially when you get excited about a young dog a young dog that's out of your old female uh you you started the dog you raised the dog pretty much you know and you get that i've done the same thing with con i've done the same thing with duds jed's done it with numerous dogs you know where we've just really pounded them to yep. death he used to do it with trader yep that poor trader would just get he'd be seven years old and jed be hunting him seven nights a week getting ready for the world hunt <laughs> and trader's mad at jed and jed's mad at trader yep. and you know they're fighting at every tree yep. you know and i mean and so one thing about it i think you've done the same thing is we've seen the trader pups we've seen the trader grand pups you know you're said you're seeing the same things out of shot as you were emmy so did that help i mean yes. i think that obviously yeah. helped. yes you know, it kind of gives you a head start yeah. i think you know it kind of gives you but you know i've seen the same things out of him but even then at the same time you don't know if he's going to react the same way right. she did and he yep. didn't yep. um she was one man you could whoop on her and correct her and, and give her a good one. Yeah. And when you got her, got through cutting her loose, she would be treated with a coon somewhere. Yeah. Um. Now, and it didn't affect her one bit. Right. Now, shot. He wants to be. He's always been a dog. Want to be your buddy. Yeah. Um. You know, if if you whooped and beat on him a whole lot, you it wouldn't take but very much, and he'd yeah. be blowed up. You know. And and uh, she was the opposite. I mean, she yeah. just she was just tough as nails. And and of course, she wanted to be your friend too. But at the same same time, she was smart enough to know. Yeah. You know, and, and which he he is too and was, but he just didn't he didn't have that mentally. He wasn't mentally there. So you know, they were like very similar in the woods, the yes. same ability, the same yes. style. Yes. You know, as you would say, yes. but mentally they were different. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah mentally I had to ta- I had to do like we talked about a while ago. I had to take a step back and say, okay, whooping on this dog ain't doing yeah. no good. You know, I'm, you're gonna have to just let him go and let him be for a little while. I mean. And that's what we had to do. You yeah. know, we just we just had a because when he was a two year old, I had him blowed up. Yeah, I mean, bad. And it took a long time to get him back right. Um, he would. I had him to where when a dog come to him, he'd leave. Yeah. Well, I, I know mean, he did that. We were pleasure hunting one yep. night. I think I was yep. hunting Connor does yep. or something like that. Yep. One of mine piled in yep. there with him, and he took off. You yep. know, and I knew. Which I always liked Shot. Yeah. I always did. I'd hunted with him since the time you got him and, and all that stuff. You know, I'd hunted with Shot quite a bit. I always liked the way he operated and the way he done things. But I never dreamed he would be the kind of dog that would put up 850 at the Pro Sport Truck Series. And that's when I kind of looked around. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing the live coverage, and I'm getting the play-by-play, and I'm thinking, Shot Street again, Coon. And yeah. Tyler's sending me this stuff. Jenna's over here with the Coon. Then Shot's over here with another Coon. And Shaw had never struck me as the kind of dog that was going to be in a shootout. Yep. And 
then I start looking at your scores that week and the week following, and you're still winning. And I'm, I think he had come out of that funk before that, and yeah. I just hadn't yeah. noticed, yeah. you know. Yeah. But really, at that Pro Sport Truck Series, that's when it looked like, you know, Lane's got yeah. this dog figured yeah. out. That's that's whenever – that's the first hunt, honestly. I mean, we took him to some smaller state championship pro classic qualifiers that we put on, and um, he still wasn't quite out of that funk then. Um, uh Matter of fact, Owen Shelby, he I gotta give a little shout out to him. He's, he's oh, a good don't, friend. Don't, don't give Owen Shelby no credit. <laughs> he's a he's a good buddy of mine, yeah. but he, he would come to our state pro, pro classic qualifiers. Mm-hmm. And and he's him and Tyler Young's buying these dogs for fifteen hundred dollars and I'd draw him there and one of them he'd beat me. <laughs> and his dogs wouldn't treat a coon. Mine would get treated in there and they'd come to me and mine would leave. Yeah. You know, and, and so Owen told me, he's like he's like, You're gonna have to you know, and obviously I knew I'm I'm gonna yep. do something. Cause this ain't working, and this was right at the end of last year, at the end of but right yeah. before winter, and uh, I said I've got to fix that, you know, and and uh, so that's when we decided to take away from everything, and but uh, but Owen's like, yeah, he's like, well, if it wasn't been for me, I don't know if you'd ever got shot right, and I'm like, you're probably right, <laughs> you know, I'm just getting tired of getting beat. Like Owen that. just likes credit. For oh, anything. he does, yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> The Truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network is proud to partner with Cajun Lights. Cajun Lights can outfit all of your hunting light needs, everything from the high-quality Rogaroo, super bright, super versatile. They've got a Bayou, which is a mid-range price light. And then one of my personal favorites is the Micro Gator. I use that for big game hunting, finding tracks, just uh, general use. If I need a light on my head, I'm grabbing my micro gator. I've looked for bear tracks in that thing, lion tracks, cat tracks, coon hunting with it, hog hunting with it at night. I've even used it to work on the plumbing in the house. Super bright, super dependable. Everything that LW sells down there is high quality and the customer service is second to none. Every week I'm getting notifications that they're adding new items to their store. They've got prior clothing coming out they got a jacket out right now that's really nice i put the vest through the paces this last bear season and coon season couldn't be happier with that i can't find anything there that i that i don't like and i like dealing with lw nixon and cajun lights so check them out you can go to houndsmanxp.com you can follow that link to cajun lights right from our website check them out folks As competitors, we're always looking for the next thing that can give us an edge to reduce those variables and increase our chances of success, getting our picture taken in the next big payday. Onyx Maps can help you do that. Onyx is packed with features, including their detailed mapping showing terrain features and landowner information. You can actually use Onyx to scout for your next big event. Lock down your own permission from those landowners and guide your cast. I always like to guide a cast if I can. Go and pre-hunt those areas. Know what my dog's going to do, where he's going to be, where the den trees are. Everything's there, folks. You can go to onxmaps.com, use the promo code HXP20, and get 20% off of your next subscription for Onyx. Know where you stand with Onyx. But yeah, it's a. It was just one of the deals. But yeah, that was the pro sport truck hunt was the first one that that I come to and I and I knew. I, well, and I didn't know, but 
I had confidence, yeah. you know, I'm like, you know, I've got him right. Yeah. And, you know, you and I even talked and, and you asked me if, if he was right. And I said, I, th- I think he is, yeah. you know, and, and, and I tell you, you know, the reason a while ago you touched on it, he's never has been a dog that that would get right. a shootout because normally if you treat one or two coons off the, off the, most of the time off the first coon, yeah. he'd be so far in there, he'd mm-hmm. just be out of it. Um, but, you know, if he did make another tree, it was somewhere in a two-hour cast, whether he treed one or two coons in two hours, he would be a mile and a half yep. out there. He yep. would just be looking to get away from stuff yep. too much. He had the same whole scent hat. He did, yeah. Same and, thing she had. Yeah, yep. and so, you know, that that was his hole. And, and when I dialed it back and went to pleasure hunting that winter, I shot a ton of coons with yeah. this dog, a ton. I, I went, I started hunting with my father-in-law, Jeff Pedro, in Kansas and in Jeff in the wintertime he'll kill every coon. Yeah. He he carries around a, a pistol that's eight foot long, I think, but <laughs> he he'll kill every coon of dog trees. Yeah. And and so there for um two months, I bet two weekends out of every month, me and Adri would go up there and, and she'd, you know, spend the night with her mom and yeah. me and Jeff would hunt all night, you know, all weekend and and we shot a pile of coons of this dog and, and the more coons we shot to him, the better he got about treeing them yeah. off the recut. And uh, you know, and, and today it he, if you would have told me that he was a dog that would tree, you know, if you cut him in a patch of woods right here, and there's three of them to be treed, he could tree three all of all three of them. I'm like, there's no way because yeah. as a one year old, there's no way he would do that. He might tree one, but then he'd hit the edge and he'd be a mile yeah. and a half through there. But you know, I think shooting them coons to him and, and getting him dialed back um, got him to where he could uh, compete in a shootout if you put him in one. Well, I know just like right there at the TOC, he'd treat a den and we'd walked around and scored a bunch of dogs and, and we'd get them all gathered up to recut. Shot goes in there about 700 yards, does a bang up job on a coon, little female covers him, stay. I was worried when she covered him because, you know, I'd, right. I knew that, I knew he had had some problems yep. with that, you know, never missed a lick, never bothered him a bit. And now I've got 14 minutes to tree another coon and I'm cutting him in a pretty small patch of woods. I'm thinking, this is never going to yep. work. You know, this yep. dog's going to be over this mountain, you know, and I'm going to be driving around trying to pick him up. At the end of the case. 500 yards, another coon. Now, unfortunately, that female covered him again and got in. We lost on the tiebreaker, but, you know, he never would have done that nope. as a two-year-old. No, no, as a two-year-old, he he'd have said, see you. Yeah, you yeah know he'd, been, he'd done got covered once. Yep, and that ain't know, happening he ain't, again. He ain't yep. letting that yep. happen again. Yep. But I think that's what got him back got him back to to where he was kind of you know he, he was looking as a one and two year old he was not necessarily looking to tree coons he yeah. was but he was more or less at some point in the night looking to get away from everything right. you know right. now he's he he's not going to cover nothing but you know hey if if they want to pile in here on me on this coon that's fine i'm going to recut and i'm if there's another one right here i'm yeah. going to tree it that's kind of his mentality now because of, and i think a lot of that just has to do with rolling them coons to him yeah. you know and and uh, when, matter of fact, Jeff, when we went shooting a lot of them coons out to him, I thought, man, we're going to have to quit doing this, you know? And he's like, why? I said, because he's going to start going back to trees. I know he will. Yeah. Never has. Yeah. Never has offered to, you know? And, and Jeff said, oh, he won't. He said, he's old enough now. He's like, yeah. Yo, he ain't going to go back. Well, see, some dogs just thrive. Hazel's one where she she ate every coon she got when she was a baby. Uh, she'd never treated the same coon twice. Yeah. And then we got her, and she wouldn't recut. But we got her recutting, and then I got to not shooting her coons, and she started missing. And no, so I just went back to shooting pretty much everything she treed, and making sure she still recut. And so far, there's absolutely been no trouble. And that dog went from having coons in three, four out of ten trees to seven or eight out of yep. ten trees. You know, some dogs are just built like that. But yeah. Like you said earlier, you don't know until you try. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Know? That's right. You ain't gonna hurt nothing right. by trying it. Exactly. You know, and that's the deal. I mean. 
But what a you got the final four of the truck. Huh? Yep. You know the dog looked good all week. Uh, that last cast, you know, it was kind of you could tell he was a little worn out. Yep. You could tell Mabel was a little worn yep. out. Uh, Strickland's lucky charm, squalling coons out of every den and all that stuff. She that dog looked good. That's she did. Good she looked dog, very you know? good. Yep. And so he ends up winning that truck. But he started making run with shot there. Yep. And then it ain't what the next weekend. The next weekend is yep. the PKC uh, truck hunt that you're qualified for. Tell us about that. So we had a. Uh, so we run for a pup ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a pup ticket, and then we run for a senior ticket. We didn't get a senior ticket. We just missed it by a little bit. And, well, just it's funny because just like how when Emmy and I won the truck, we, we didn't get a truck ticket. And they called us the week before and said, hey, yeah. you want to come up for a truck? It was Somebody, Brandon called someone that couldn't Yep, Brandon's dog, Snooky yep. coming to heat. Yep. yep. And uh, so they're like, you want to come hunt in the senior hunt too? I'm like, yeah, sure. So... And I thought, I'm going to win this senior truck hunt. And because uh, I'm like, there's just too much, you yeah. know, adds up. And anyways, I neither say I didn't win the senior truck hunt. We went out there and Thursday night, he uh, he literally just run off. Yeah. I never heard him. Um, never what got were the struck. conditions like? Oh, windy, uh, wet. It was yeah. just, it was horrible. You couldn't hear nothing. Um, one boy's dog struck for 100. Um, the six caught him. Uh, and, uh, my dog was the cast is just we stand in the middle yeah. of the dirt road for an hour and my dog according to my garmin he was a mile and a quarter this way bus driver was a mile and a quarter the same way as mine Snooky was the same way as the dog that it took a hundred yeah. tree miners well everybody agrees hey you know we're not doing no good sand this road do you guys just want to walk up this road and get out here in this opening and i'm like yeah sure and we get out there and the wind kind of calms down switches directions the boy that was struck for a hundred, you could hear his dog treating there. Yeah. So he strikes some trees, and um, so we start easing in there. We get to him; he's on a den. Right before we get to him, you can hear Snooky. She's she's treed or not Snooky. Uh, uh, Jay Wow. Jay Wow. Yep. Sorry, Jay Wow's treed back in there behind him, and uh, so he gets her struck and treed. And at this point, this tree circles, so I quit. You know, that's mm-hmm. the only way I need that tree to be slick. And I knew Jay Wow was going to yep. have a coon. You know, so. I quit. Well, Jay will had a coon and, and Brandon went early, and, and but I never heard my dog. Yeah. I drove around and he ended up getting, and we we was hunting in a spot that was good the way we sent, but the dogs crossed the road and it was just nothing but pine thickets and and just laid over stuff where they'd logged it and yeah. and it was just a bunch of slash and stuff. It was horrible, and mine got finally out of that by the time the cast was over. And he was just going across wide open, you know, and I got over and got him caught. You know, he he never, as far as I know, he never opened his mouth, you know, but kind of got him a chance to get him turned loose anyway, you know. get his legs stretched. Get his legs stretched. And and, uh, so the next night I just, I thought, man, I hopefully we, you know, the next night was the the pup hunt because they had to postpone the the senior hunt the the month before. So I'm like, man, hopefully – you know, we kind of draw a little better place, no. you know, to go, and, and we did early, and we, we had a good hunt, you know. Um, early on, on the pup hunt on Friday, we drew Stanley Lucas as our guide. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley's got some good hunting down there, and this place is huge. I mean, it's like 15,000 acres, yeah. and there ain't a road in it. I mean, it's one of them places <laughs> you can get three miles from the truck, and you're just stuck. You yeah. know, you're going to have to walk. And uh, so, anyways, we had a good hunt, though. We... We cut loose there and, and uh, shot uh, shot struck um, for a hundred um, right after the minute. Um, it was it was me, um, James Ashley hunting the Tootsie Roll female, 
um, Dusty, I can't remember his last name, but he hunts that dog called Buck. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, another guy from Pennsylvania hunting a young, another young dog. And um, I struck for 100 after the minute, and he just barked a couple times, and then he shut up. And then um, Buck struck, and then, oh no, Tootsie struck, then Buck struck. And uh, mine just, when he shut up, mine just hit this creek and blew out of there. And it was re- really windy that yeah. night, too. You couldn't hardly hear nothing. And Buck made a tree, Tootsie covered um, on that deal that is a den. Walk off that. The other dog hadn't been struck, put the six on me. We walk and walk and walk. I'm like a mile, and I'm just still going. Yeah. I mean, he's just on this creek running. And, um, uh, we were Six. just talking about how he stayed in pocket exactly. and stuff now. Exactly. No <laughs> kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought the one time he strikes yeah. for 100, he's going to do this to me. Yeah. So, anyways, he, he just keeps trucking down this creek, man. Six catches me. Minus me. Get them recut. Um, the wind calms down a little bit. You can hear me in there. So, I get restruck for 100 again. Yep. And he's right at nine tenths. And so, we ease on in there a little bit. And them other dogs hit this road run right down toward him and we stop um uh tootsie gets struck and uh buck gets struck as well and i get treed tootsie covers me well we go in there we got a coon um and then buck gets treed over here and this other dog still ain't heard nothing from him he's across the road and just gone he's out of it this point and and, uh, so we get recut again and um mine goes toward them dogs i cut him toward them to keep him in pocket try to yeah and I'll be dang if he didn't wheel around and go behind us, hit another creek, and he was just gone again. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm out of it. We go to Buck. Buck's got a coon that puts him winning. And um, Tootsie gets split treed from him. And uh, the other boy's dog ended up getting back in pocket and ended up getting with Tootsie. Well, Buck's got a coon. We get Buck recut. We go to them two. She's got a den. Well, this guy, the other guy quits at this point, you know. And uh, we get him recut. Well, at this time, Buck's treed again. And the only way I can win this cast is if somehow I get struck for 100. And the only way I'm going to do it is by miracle. (laughs) I mean, because we've, you you know, you know how it it is. When you got on a three dog cast, two dogs are recut and you're you're a mile in there. I mean, the odds of another dog not barking after you pull this dog that you're fixing to score off tree is slim. Yep. So we go into Buck um, and uh, we get Buck. He's got another coon that that puts Buck at uh, three and a quarter or 300. And, uh, Tootsie ain't struck yet. Pull walk Bucky's minute, cut him loose, and it's. I mean, it, the wind calmed down. You hear shot treat in there. I get him struck treat a hundred, a hundred. We get in there to him. He's got a coon. Puts him at three hundred. I had him beat on yeah. tiebreaker. Well, we get recut there, and uh, mine goes around. Mine was in the slough. It's probably I don't knee deep water, yeah. and he gets over and gets treat again, and, and the hunt runs. I didn't have to treat him. He had another coon, you know, and and uh, so we we won early there. And um, at at this point, other than the pro sport truck hunt, we hadn't had much luck on late runs, right. you know. So, um, which thankfully, I guess the the PKC truck hunt, you just had a win. Yeah. Saturday night was another early round. Top sixteen was on Saturday. So, but anyway, so we uh, Saturday rolls around there, um, and I'm trying to think. Oh, I drew in the top sixteen. We drew um, that be good cowboy dog. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh it was a little female tom jones owns three three zone or something like that is what they call her um and then that that uh hundred female that dalton cummings used on of course i'd hunted with her a lot i knew what she was and so we we go out there and we cut loose and 
and hunt or cowboy strikes for 100 hunter strikes for 75 and they're they're running the heck out of this whatever they're running they're yeah. running the heck out of it and uh anyways mine opens right-handed and uh mine is just beating and banging around in there and, and hundred comes back to him and and he loads up and comes treed and he's not treed right i mean i can tell something yeah. i don't know what the deal is but something's not right and so i'm just like i'm not treeing and i knew hundred she would get you covered yeah. i mean if nothing's going on she'll get you some get some of it and and uh she covered him and he treed for a hundred um the two ended she shut up both of them did the two end up catching her um mine comes back treat again i'm still standing there i'm like i still don't want no part of it yeah only way i'm trained if i absolutely have to and uh because i just know i just knew it wasn't right something wasn't right with it one thing about shot is you can tell when he's not yes. right yep absolutely yeah you can you can Some tell of them dogs you can't yep. tell con yep. for instance you can't tell he sounds the same on a gut slick as he does if he's yep. looking at it yep. yeah shot he, he gives himself yep. away and so 100 takes a hunter tree minus there comes back treat again um and he trees her for 100 again at this point he's got to you know i mean he's got he has nothing to lose and so i wait around tree for a quarter we get in there to him and this water is about waist deep i mean them dogs are swimming around this big cypress tree um they didn't have nothing i mean it's slick i I don't i don't and of course when you get water like it's tough tree it is like yeah um and so we take a minus that boy quits withdraws and um cowboy still trailing we i get cut back to cowboy and not a whole lot goes on the last there this next 45 minutes yeah. you know and um we can't express how rough the conditions under, were down there that week it was very tough yes very 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 there tough. was talk of canceling it even yeah. again yeah. because of the water yeah it, it was know. very tough but you know pkc did what they had to do yeah, i they, mean they they, they did, done the best they, they could they with it yeah. yeah um so we stand out in miller's field and cowboy c- comes treat in there and Put the stationary on him. You can tell it ain't right, and uh, he has to trim. He trees him for a hundred. Shuts up two catches. He minus him a hundred. Uh, put six on him. Six catches. He minus him a hundred. Mm-hmm. And the other female hadn't been struck, hadn't been heard from. I thought she was just completely out of it. And we's asking him, you know, where she was at, and he's like, well, she's back here, you know, and 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 what she hadn't. I don't think she was the one that said much on the ground. Yeah. Coons coons were not moving at no. all. And mine was about nine tenths this way, um, back toward the truck, and he ended up making a big circle and looping back in there and got about nine tenths from this the other way. And there's probably twelve, fifteen minutes left in the hunt, and we just all kind of stand around talking, you know. And and uh, I thought, man, so let's listen because I thought I heard him, yeah. and just barely you could hear him in there. So I get him struck, and we walk in there and we tighten up and uh, we stop. And cowboy come to us and it he was limping i mean i i don't know what happened to him i don't know if he baited a hog or what but he he was kind of tore up you tell he was he was tore up and and uh well we stop up there and and i got treed in and uh we walked hunt out to him and and he had a coon up a seat or up a up a uh, sycamore tree yeah and so that put us in the final cast you know and and i was pretty pretty excited about that you know just being back in the final cast with one out of with one out of Emmy, you know, yeah. that had won it for me in 2018, I was pretty excited about that. I could have got fourth and been pretty, pretty pumped up, I think, you yeah. know. But, uh, and then, you know, in the final cast, uh, it was, uh, we, we had, it was kind of a weird hunt. I mean, it started out, it wasn't the best hunt, you know, but it just all worked out. It was me, um, and, uh, Bruce, uh, 
I should know this because he's Adrian's cousin. I can't think his <laughs> last name. I I looked at the I watched the play by yeah. play of course, but I can't remember who Bruce all knows. Did it. Bruce yes. knows I'm talking yeah. about him. Bruce, you know I'm talking about you. And uh, so, anyways, Summers, Bruce Summers, yes. and uh, so is me and Bruce, um, Will Heffington hunting lawman, and uh, uh, Scotty Harbor hunting a flip. Yep, I called her flip, and and uh, it was it was cool because you know Will he comes up here to our hunts. We hunt yeah. with him quite a bit, and, and hunt against him, he's he's good to hunt with, and and you know Bruce he's fun to hunt with too and it was just kind of a fun cast like whenever i was in the finals of cheyenne and when emmy yeah. won it it was just fun you know it made it fun and and uh we there's co- something to be said about something that you, that's huge stakes brand new nissan truck and you can treat it like a 30 dollar oh, hunt because yeah, it's that laid back and that fun yeah yeah absolutely you know? and that's that's the way it was you know i mean it it wasn't no different than a 30 dollar hunter yeah. runner, honestly yeah because you could have went to a thirty dollar hunt the following weekend, and, and Will Heffington, the lawman, will have yeah. been there, and I know Bruce would have been there. Yeah. You know, you and you could have the same, same cast. cast. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's funny, but um, before, before we we Brett Denny and them took us out to this spot, and it was the same spot they hunted the senior showdown. And before we cut loose, they're like, "Look, guys, we don't want to go across the road here. You know, it's bad." And mine, where's he end up? <laughs> across the road. The road. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we cut loose and and uh, um. Flip struck for a hundred, uh, sis struck for seventy five, sis got treed. Um, flip and lawman was past her. Lawman got struck for fifty. Mine's across the road, ain't barked yet. And um, we go to sis. She's got a den and uh, probably had a coon in it. I mean, yeah. it was a good legit den tree, good tree. And on the way to her, um, lawman trees for a hundred. Flip covers for seventy five. Well, we get done scoring her. And Flip's gone, so minus seventy seventy five. We go to Law Man. He's got a coon that puts him winning. Yeah. And um, well, Sis, I think it, Sis goes back to this tree, but Flip's retreat at the meantime. So we're going to score Flip. So we get into Flip. He's got a coon, and we walk Flip his minute, recut him. He just goes straight back. So now we've got stationary working on both of them, both him and Sis. Yeah. And uh, Flip has to tree first because I think they put the stationary on him first. And we go to him, same tree, you know, recut him. He ends up going back again, gets scratched. And then sis, they have to tree sis. We go to her. She's she's on that same tree, so delete her. And at this point, mine's treed, but for the last 35 minutes, mine had been in the same spot, yeah. beating and banging around, just like he did the night before, yeah. or the, or the, the round before, um, you know, whenever he ended up treeing that slick. I just knew that they was in a bunch of water. Yeah. And he probably was, um, but... Anyway, so we cut sis right at her and she right at him, and she's one that nothing's going on. She'll go check him out, you know, and and she makes about three barks and Bruce strikes and trees her, which I was fine with that. Cause yeah. at, in my mind, the best this is gonna be is a den. There ain't no way we're gonna have a coon, I don't think. And uh, so I tree for a quarter, and I go in there. We've got a coon. And I thought, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> really, shot? Yeah, a slick here would have been a lot better yeah. than that coon, honestly, because now at this point I've got to shut her out on a coon to win yeah. this truck. And that ain't happening, I don't think, in yeah. my mind. She's a good strike dog. Um, you know, she can treat them coons as good as anything. And like I said, if nothing's going on, she ain't afraid yep. to get a piece of yours. There's nothing better <clears throat> than being in a cast where you know a dog has to be alone. Yeah. 
and then you're the handler of a dog that you know will cover if there's nothing going on. Oh, I love that oh, position. Oh, absolutely. I'm thinking, yeah, go tree one for me. Yeah, I'm absolutely. okay with it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So we get recut, and Lawman's out of the country. He's out of it. Yeah. You know, if, if we tree another coon, he's beat. And uh, so, anyways, we cut loose there, and, and probably seven or eight minutes goes by. Mine strikes. He's about 600 from us. And Bruce's dog is like 800 from us. And it, on the play-by-play, it makes it seem like mine just ambushed coon strikes yeah. and trees. Well, he strikes, and he runs this coon. You know, he runs it over here. And I'm thinking, she's going to open any minute. And Bruce is like, how far is it? And I'm like, you know, like 600, 500 something. And I'm like, how far? And he's like, mine's in there 800, and she ain't moving. He's like, you think we ought to build here? And I said, surely. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, mine runs this coon over to this river, loads up, and comes treed. And I'm just kind of sitting there, and I'm thinking, what are you doing? You better yeah, tree your you dog. Tree you know thing. what I mean? Yeah. So I tree my dog, and, and uh, after about three minutes, Sis works her way back in there and gets struck with me and covers me. Yeah. And we go in there, too, and we got a coon that puts me winning, and there's like eight minutes left in the castle, and we cut loose, and nothing happened. And it wasn't 30 seconds after the hunt was over, you know, Sis gets treated again yeah. and has a coon, you know, and, and she just needed a little bit more time, but what it's worked the, out. What are those eight minutes like? Uh, aren't those miserable uh, Miserable, miserable. You I know, haven't been in that situation as much as you have. I've only been in it maybe twice. You know, and especially because, like me, when I cut mine, I cut him down this road on purpose. Yeah. Get I don't want here. him to do right. nothing. I don't want him to tree a coon until, to put me in Until a, she slides in yes. there about 200 and yards. And then trees couldn't beat Then you're like, oh, yeah. no. Exactly. <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. So I cut him down this road. I, I wanted to make her tree a coon to beat me. Yeah. I didn't want I didn't want to put myself in that situation to where I had to tree yeah. and get, get in a calling contest because I'm not good at it. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll beat myself every time. So I'm like, it is what it is. I'm yeah. going to cut him down this lane. And she, she, I think he cut her the other way. And I cut mine this way. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't, yeah. you know. So, but yeah, we I stood there for eight minutes. And when it got down to about two minutes, I bet I walked a hole in the ground. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. You know, and, and, and everybody's like, man, you know what? You know, being there once, you know, I, you probably wasn't nervous. You know, this and that. And I'm telling you right now. Even today in the final cast, I get so nervous. I want to puke, and especially when I'm winning the yeah, cast. Especially in that situation. Yes, and there's yeah. five minutes left to hunt, and 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 you know that you can't do nothing if that yeah. dog trees a coon and beats you. You're beat. Yep. You know, and it just makes you sick. But and and you know that was the the last eight minutes of that cast was it was just you know after you know the last three minutes you know i just finally i just kind of got set down on set down i'm like it is what it is at this point if i meant to win this truck i'll win it you know and and it still don't make it no better you know still mentally in your head you're like gosh come on you know what you sure the hunt ain't over you know (laughs) and but uh i just sat there and and the hunt run out and i just dude i it was crazy i it it, all the emotions hit me, yeah. you know, and, and, and you know, you, it was just, it was, I, I think, honestly, probably it felt better to win it this time than it did with Emmy. Um, don't get me wrong, I was on top of the world when I won it with Emmy. Um, but just to be able to win it out of something that you've raised and you've trained and you've, you've, you've seen the lowest of lows with this yeah. dog, you know, and, and the highest of highs, and, and it just it don't feel no better. There's yeah. not a better feeling in the entire world because you put so much time and work into it and, and away from your family and, and yeah. you know, hunting every night, and it, it, just, it just makes it worth it, you know, and it's, it's a feeling that I, I just don't, I don't think anybody can explain it. You just got to be able to, to live it, and very fortunate and blessed that I've been able to live yeah. it, you know, and, 
and it's just it's 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 cool i'm i'm telling you it was just just being able to do it with with him out of her it was just it was cool to me i mean really was well jason doherty called it a high and then it is and we just can't quit chasing it nope. and it's so hard to get yep you know it's much easier to go down the road and buy an eight ball than exactly that's what they say yep. thank god i ain't ever yep. i don't i couldn't i couldn't pray i couldn't tell I say, you I that hear, to be sure I yeah. Yeah, we better allegedly, clear yeah. that up josh but uh <laughs> you know you look at the final four of a big money event, I don't care if it's a 16-dog pro classic or a world hunt or something like that, you know, and you know what's at stake. And it is different than going into the finals of a $100 open event or something like that, or even the final four where you hunt it off late and you're going to get eight, 900 bucks if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a brand new Nissan pickup, $40,000 pickup. Yeah. You know, everybody could use that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's that's the thing with, with me. You know, God's blessed me beyond measure. You know, this, this sport of coon hunting is literally, that's what I told Shane Patton and we got back. I'm like, it's crazy. You know, I'm not trying to sound like dramatic or nothing. I'm like, but it's crazy what just you guys putting these hunts on has done for me. Yeah. And the ability to, to go, because this is life changing. Yeah. I mean, you know, the things that these dogs have done for me and, and the blessings God has put into my life, the sport of coon hunting has changed my life forever. I mean, we wouldn't be sitting in this house right now. I mean, honestly, this house that you're sitting in right now, it no. wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Emmy and, and Shot and these dogs and how good they've been to me. Well, we wouldn't even be friends. That's right. I mean, that's right. Yeah, and that's where another. Where would Lane Denny and Josh McAllis have met exactly. if it wasn't for Never this, would have. And that's you know? another thing, you know. I mean, it's 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 brought me lots of lots of joy and lots of blessings, and, and it's brought me more than that, just lots of great friendships yep. that I'll have forever. You know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, when I die people that's carrying my casket will be a coon hunter you know and you look at of course joe gross just passed away yep. and michael moody's on the cover yep. of pro hound this week and uh all good friends of, yep. of a lot of coon hunters yeah, you absolutely. know i mean the whole funerals funerals and processions and all that stuff are full of coon hunters yeah and yep. you know i think that's the way we're gonna go out hopefully yeah i may have to hire six people to carry, carry my casket <laughs> i know finley's gonna have to yeah 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 that's <laughs> it'll just be me and four other guys exactly. i have to pay off yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you know and that's what's crazy you know it, you know in these hunts you know we, we're all after each yeah. other we all want to win um you know but at the end of the day, coon hunters, man, I'm telling you, there ain't a, there ain't a, I don't know if you'd call us a breed, yeah. but there ain't a breed of people out there like us. You no. know, we've got each other's back at the end of the day and, and, you know, sure, we're all competitors. We can pick it against each other night in and night out. But at the end of the day, man, it's, it's way much bigger no. than, than a sport in itself. When a coon hunter needs help, the first person they dial up is another coon hunter. That's right. Yep. Absolutely. Without yeah. a doubt. Because, and that, that person will be there for yep. them. You know, that's just how it is. Well, Lane, I sure appreciate it. Uh, you done well with Shot again last night, too. I know yeah. we'll, we'll get together and we'll talk. Shot's got a big future ahead of him. I, I think he's got a future in the stud. Too. I, I hope, you know, and as far as a stud dog, I don't know. I've always said I'll never have one, you know. Yeah. But he's, in my opinion, he comes from a long line of winners, a long line of reproducers. Um you know, I think he's going to do his part. I've got two four-month-old puppies out of him right now. They're doing really yep. well. I mean, so, but, you know, I, I hope his future is bright. I hope I can get two more years out of him, and good Lord willing, he'll allow me to, to, to hunt him another two years and, and uh, see what we can get done, you know, yep. and so. Well, thanks for sitting down with me, Lane. Uh, you got him in again last night. You're going to be hunting Saturday for, what, 40 grand? 40,000, yeah, absolutely. So, yep. uh, shots on a roll. Keep him going. 
thanks for sitting down with me and uh, keep me updated on yeah tomorrow. absolutely thank you man i appreciate it and, and uh we'll do it again hopefully oh yeah definitely so. all right ladies and gentlemen that is the truth on the houndsman xp podcast network we thank you for listening